Hello and welcome back to my podcast channel, Bertha Talks, where I talk about random things that you likely looked up because you were interested in hearing more about or you've listened to some of my other episodes and interested in hearing more about what Bertha has to say. So, during this episode of Bertha Talks, I want to talk a little bit about my move to a big city since I feel like it's kind of something that people consider doing these days, especially after they've graduated college, they're in their early mid to late 20s or they're just generally interested to hear about what it's like to move to a different city. So um, a little bit of background. I have lived in Florida my entire life. I've lived in a couple different cities there and I have now been in New York for about nine months. So I work for a company that is based and headquartered in New York and I was working out of another office in Florida for almost about a year and a half after I graduated school. And one day I got a phone call and I was asked if I'd be interested in moving to New York. And I always knew I wanted to move to a big city. I just want to get out of Florida, kind of see some different opportunities, meet new people and and just do something while I can, like move to a large city while I can, while I'm single and I don't have any kids and no commitments or house or anything like that. So I accepted. And I had three weeks to move, um, which was a little bit flexible, but I wanted to move as soon as possible. And this was in October, so I knew I wanted to move and be here at the beginning of November. So there was a lot of things that go into moving that I guess you don't even really think about. For one thing, I had a car, um, so that was one thing. I had an apartment where my lease wasn't up until the midsummer. I had large furniture, and then, of course, there's all your electricity, your cable, your Wi-Fi, your gym membership, all those things you have to get rid of, and then, of course, finding a new place and getting all that stuff set up. So for the next few weeks, like every single day after work, I was working on posting things I was selling, posting my apartment, looking for a roommate, looking for places. It was a lot, a lot, a lot of work, Um, but I eventually... I think the hardest thing was probably finding a roommate, which I found through Facebook groups, and I actually knew her through a friend of a friend. In my Facebook profile picture, I was with a girl who I'd met in Florida, and one of the girls commented on one of my posts on the Facebook group and said, oh my gosh, how do you know her? She was in my sorority, and so it kind of worked out that she knew someone I knew, and then from there, my roommate was up in the area so she was able to check out apartments and then had to do the whole application process so that was like one of the main things and then secondly I had to find somebody to take over my lease in my apartment just because you either had to pay out every month until someone else moves in or you can find somebody so I was posting all types of groups and Craigslist and I didn't even care who moved in there after me I lived in a one bedroom so it didn't matter And I eventually did find somebody who was able to move in the day I was moving out. So it worked out really, really well. And then the third thing that was probably the most difficult was selling my furniture. I have a, I had a couch and a love seat and I, they were new and I really liked them, but I knew I was going to have space for them in New York. So I had to get rid of them and that was a pain. I mean, it's hard to sell furniture and I didn't have anyone to give it to or anywhere for it to save it or anything and so it was at one point where like I had people like I was so desperate I had people coming over that spoke Spanish and I would call one of my friends who speaks Spanish and was like translating and it was just a nightmare but eventually got those sold which was really really good um 
And then another thing you have to think about is movers. If you want to move yourself or if you want to pay someone to do it for you. And I am cheap. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I can do this myself. I didn't really have that much furniture. The largest thing I had was a bed, but I don't have like big dressers or anything. So I was like, okay, I can do this. And my dad agreed to help. So we rented like a U-Haul type truck and it was actually only like three or $400 one way. So we got one of those, packed everything up. It took us a couple hours to pack everything up, just me and him, and then drove straight up here. So it was like a 17 hour drive and we're like determined. We left on a Friday at like 1130 and stopped for gas and only stopped for one like sit down meal at Cracker Barrel in like South Carolina or something. And then got here at like five in the morning, 530 in the morning. And then I had, you have to schedule time in the freight to move into my building. And so that was at seven in the morning. So we kind of like slept for an hour. It was, oh gosh, it was like the worst day ever. Movers cost thousands of dollars though. And they have to like grab your stuff a week before. And then you'd be living with nothing. And then, oh gosh. And then they deliver it in boxes or they, I don't know. It's just a disaster, especially when you're moving that far. And it's on like... I'm a neat freak and like a perfectionist and I don't like other people touching my stuff. I just want to do everything myself. So for me, that definitely worked out. And then my dad drove up with me. He drove the entire way, bless his heart, and then flew back to Florida once we moved in. So it was a crazy, crazy experience. And I moved in at the beginning of November, so it was like 40 or 50 degrees here. So that was definitely an adjustment. So... When I moved here, I, I immediately went back to work and everything. So, like, I was still, for the first month, like, kind of getting adjusted and, like, getting new things for my place and getting things organized. Um, just going from a certain amount of space to a much smaller amount of space was really hard. When I lived in Florida, I had a one-bedroom apartment. It was probably, like, six or 700 square feet. No roommates. It was a brand-new building. I was the first one to live in there. I was downtown, and I was less than a mile away from work had washer dryers, it had like a nice parking garage, great amenities. It was amazing and I loved it, like it was beautiful. And I was, from that to here, I, my rent tripled I believe, but because I have a roommate I was only paying, like I'm paying probably 400 more dollars than I was, but we literally live in a one bedroom apartment, and this is, I mean, how everyone does it if you're not familiar, but Every, you live in it, you get a one bedroom apartment and one person lives in the bedroom and one person pretty much lives in the living room. And so this was something that was a new concept to me. And they, these people that they come and they put in a fake wall in your living room and that just divides it And the wall. It can't have a door. It can't go all the way to the ceiling. And so that person would have a curtain. So it actually worked out that our living room is bigger than the bedroom so it's like, okay, the person living in the bedroom, they have a door, they have their own space, and they I have a small closet. I'm the one who ended up getting the bedroom. And then she took the living room, which was bigger, and then we also are lucky and have a little terrace. It's probably like half the size of my bedroom, and we have like a little couch out there, and my roommate also has a dog, so it's nice for her to just open the door and let the dog go out. So the living room has the access to the terrace, like the door, and I have a window, so we're like, okay, you know what? Like I've said, I don't care 
like which one I take, but we should split rent equally since it's like I wouldn't I wouldn't want to pay more to live in one or the other because it doesn't matter to me. So I think it worked out for her to have that room just because she has the dog, so it's just easier for her to open that door. And that's fine with me. So I live in the bedroom and it is definitely a lot smaller than what I was used to. And when I first moved in, I was like, okay, I'm going to push the bed up against the corner. And I had like one clothing rack and I had like really jigged out my closet so it would fit like way more clothes. And I was like, this is, this is crazy. Like I have a lot of things. I have a lot of clothes. I did, I didn't want to get rid of them. I had moved them here and I was like, I'm not getting rid of anything. So I had to just kind of make it work. And I ended up getting bed risers so I could put a bunch of crap under my bed and then buying more clothing racks to hang my clothes and then also getting like a shoe rack like it's like better to have things vertically because my ceilings are pretty high but like I don't hang stuff because I don't have a power drill and I don't know how to hang things and that is like the worst excuse but if I had like some wall shelves or something I feel like I could do a little bit more and I was never a messy person until now I have to like keep all this crap in my room so that's one thing that was definitely a negative. Another thing that was super hard for me to get used to was the washer and dryer because I had a brand new washer and dryer in my unit and I'm a very weird person about my laundry. Like I like to do my whites, my lights, my athletic, my darks, my sheets, my towels, like everything separately. And it was nice because I, I didn't have to wait for a full load. But now here, it is very rare to find a washer and dryer in a unit and I guess I should be thankful that I have washer and dryer in the building. So it's on like five or six floors above me and you have to lug your stuff up there and it's like $2.50 for a wash, $2.50 for a dry and you have to kind of monitor it because I've had issues with people taking my stuff out, which I don't like. I don't want people putting their paws on my clothing and I'm also very weird about it because whenever I go to do my laundry, I bring these like cleaning like pledge wipes or whatever Clorox wipes and clean it out. It's so gross. People are like, oh, it's so gross, but like, I don't want my clothes in there with the dirt and the hair. It's just so disgusting. So that's like one thing I'm still getting used to. And at this point, like, I just procrastinate my laundry as long as possible because I want to make sure I have a full load of whatever I'm washing, like darks or athletic or whatever. And I have more than a full load right now. So that's one thing that was kind of hard to get used to. And when I do eventually move... I'm probably going to try and find a place with a washer and dryer if possible. But other than that, the second thing that was kind of hard for me at the beginning was the whole like grocery store slash no car slash have to like walk kind of far and not having a Publix because Florida has a grocery store Publix and it's amazing. And up here I have a Trader Joe's, which is a subway right away, or I have a Whole Foods that's like almost a mile away and I'm like I wasn't an order onliner at all I like to go to the store and pick out everything that had the best expiration date and I would hurry and get it home in my fridge so it wouldn't rot so that was something that was also kind of hard for me and I eventually just you know I suck it up I try not to get too much at one time I go like once a week sometimes Trader Joe's sometimes Whole Foods and just do that but that brings me to another point, is the subway. As a germaphobe, not a real germaphobe, but I'm, you know, self-proclaimed germaphobe, I really just don't like public things very much. And so 
not only the hard thing for me, it took me like months to figure out how to operate the subway. I'm like, it's the most confusing thing in the world. It's like the A, B, C, D, E, F, 1, 2, 3, H, I, K, L, M, N, O, P. And it goes uptown, downtown. I didn't know any of, I didn't know, like when it says, oh, Harlem, like I didn't know it was north. Like I didn't know anything. And then eventually I realized that you can just type in your destination on your iPhone and maps, click transit, and it'll tell you exactly how to get there. Tell you what line to take, where to get off. And now I'm like so good at the subway. It's so easy for me and it's great. I mean, I still don't touch anything when I go on there and I prefer not to sit down or touch anything. I just kind of like stand there and surf and people definitely judge me for probably being like a little too prissy, but I'm just like a weird per I just don't, I just don't want to touch things. So that was another thing that was kind of hard for me. And then of course it brings to one of the most obvious things is I moved here and side note, I promise this won't be all complaining. I'll get to the positives eventually. So another thing that was hard for me is the cold because from Florida, I'm used to hot, and I had a roommate in college who used to call me the desert queen, except for she doesn't know how to spell, and on Twitter she was calling me the dessert queen, which is also true, but I like it hot. I would, like, turn up, I mean, in my, okay, in her defense, I would turn the heat up on the apartment to, like, 80, because I just, like, just like the heat. I love it. I hate being cold. I hate it, and so, like, moving here in November and going through the winter was, like, so rough. I had to buy coats for the first time I walked to work and it's probably about like a seven minute walk but it was like the harshest thing ever and like the whole time I would just be like suffering and I was literally crying because like it's so cold and like the wind comes out of your face it makes you cry like you can't even wear eye makeup it's so hard and I just look around I'm like how are all these people doing this like how do people live here this is ridiculous it's crazy it was just craziness I couldn't even believe it and then eventually I realized a good tip to not suffering so badly is to not think about it you have to think about other things and not think about the cold and prepare as much as possible like I'm not an accessory kind of person like with the hat and the scarf and the gloves and all that cause it's just a bunch of extra work I just like to go and oftentimes like when I first moved here and I had to go and you always forget to coax just like one extra thing I'm not used to that so anything else having to add on is like just a pain but like it really does help having all those extra things i'm like they need to i like i considered getting a face mask which is ridiculous but like i was just so cold so that was tough but eventually got over that now it's summertime and it's amazing and it's like 100 degrees and like i'm sweating like oh, i love it i can't complain it is great and people are complaining like oh god it's so hot do not complain about the heat you can't complain about it because right now in Florida, it's like 110 degrees. So I definitely don't complain about that now. Um, let's see. One other thing I guess I have to mention is the fact that moving here from Florida, New York isn't necessarily like a city that I feel like a lot of people move to. It's just like, I feel like a lot of the people that I do meet here are from New Jersey. Like they're from New York somewhere. They're from like Connecticut or somewhere in the Northeast. And so making friends was kind of difficult just because... I didn't know too many people, and I was busy at work every day. Every day I go to work, I come home, I go to the gym, and then on the weekend I'm, like, doing my laundry, going grocery shopping, blah, blah, blah. And so it kind of took me a while to, like, make friends, and kind of how it is now is, like, I just know people who have moved here and know people through other people and try to put myself out there a little bit more and have met people at the gym and at work and just different places like that. But that's definitely something that's kind of hard, and I know it definitely makes it easier for people who move here and have a really close group of friends, or moving here with like a really good friend, that would have been 
really nice and whatever I have friends who talk about moving to New York City I'm like yeah let's move so if you're listening to this you should move here I love it but anyways those were some of my difficulties that are kind of coming to the top of my head but I actually had this like epiphany or I don't even know what I want to call it but today I was just out and about I was in one area in Union Square like shopping for this thing and then I'm like oh and then I want to get this bag and I walk a few blocks and go here and then I'm like oh and then I want to get a bite to eat and I just walk a couple more blocks and like there's a Starbucks in every corner and it's just so easy to get around you can literally walk everywhere in the city and that's just like one thing I love you don't get that anywhere else and another thing is just the people that are here it's people that are like for the most part pretty goal-oriented ambitious it's a younger group of people a lot of single people and it's just it's kind of like what one of the reasons I want to move here is to be around that so that's definitely a plus. There's so many things in New York like that I feel like I haven't been able to appreciate yet. I'm finally just starting to realize and I think my eyes are opening now that it's like warmer out. But it's definitely worth it to do something like this. I mean, I've only been here for nine months and I feel like I still have quite a little bit longer to go. And it's interesting because I feel like the number one question I get asked since I've moved here is, so how long are you going to be there for? And it's tough. I don't even, I don't know how long I'll be here for. I mean, I guess it depends on work and how things are going. And I mean, like, you never know what can come up in the future. But another thing is, I mean, one of the reasons I moved here is I was single. And I'm like, I don't, I'm done meeting people in Florida. I want to go somewhere else. And I don't know. I kind of feel like I don't want to leave here single. It's just not a good idea. So those are my thoughts right now. Another thing that I feel like I've really changed since I've moved here is... I order a bunch of things online and I used to not do that before because I used to like to pick things out like other than food I do order most of my things online which is so nice and it's such a great feeling to get mail I just love getting mail and it's kind of caused a little bit of a problem because now I'm like slightly addicted to online shopping which has made things kind of hard but another thing I feel like that's been good is I'm starting to realize the quality over quantity especially in terms of your stuff and your clothes and I have I have everything like everything you could possibly need like I have it like you need tape for the special purpose like I got it like I have every tool in the world every product every cosmetic product every type of outfit every type of shoe like it's just ridiculous like all the little things that I've accumulated and have kept and just recently I cleaned a bunch of clothes out that don't even fit me anymore I'm like I'm never gonna be that size again like I need to just get rid of this and donate it so I did my building actually has um, a donation center so that was kind of nice get rid of some things and I still have a lot more to get rid of but those are some of the perks. I wish I could think of some more so it doesn't end on like 15 minutes of negative talk. But it definitely, it's, it's helped me learn a lot. It's helped me be a little bit more independent. Um, and it's just an overall great experience. And I feel like things are only going to get better from here. And that's about it. If you're thinking about moving to a new city, I'd love for you to comment or leave a review with a question. Or I don't really know how this works, but... You know, I'd love to answer it or address it or talk to you about it if I actually know you. Um, it was been a great experience, and if I think of anything else worth noting, then I'll make a whole new episode. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you like this and comment this and give me a review and subscribe and do all that stuff. So thanks for listening. Bye.